Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom.
Good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. And welcome to all of you who are visiting with us today. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it is a pleasure to have you join us for our online worship service. I want to thank our music team for that amazing opening song, Let It Be. There was a perfect way to worship in the spirit of, um, to open us up into the spirit of worship. I'll say it that way. Thank you for that. I'm going to share our announcements and then we will get back with our service. So first of all, I'd like to invite you all to join us today for our Sunday fellowship gathering at 11 a.m. We are having a lot of fun after our services. So come on and join us. And then at 2 p.m., the women's group starts up its gatherings again, its monthly gatherings at 2 p.m. today. And then we will continue doing this on a monthly basis on the first Sunday of every month at 2 p.m. Tomorrow we have our Monday Zoom house party at 1 p.m. Join us for that as well. That's been a lot of fun too. I've been trying to create opportunities for us to continue to stay connected with each other and to have fun with each other and inspire each other. And that's one of the ways that we're doing it on Mondays at 1 p.m. And then tomorrow evening, we're having our critical conversations. It'll be our second meeting. Last week, we opened up the conversations with the movie, watching the movie 13th. And then tomorrow at 7 p.m., we're going to share how we felt when we watched that movie. It was a pretty intense movie. And then when we finish that conversation, we're going to move into starting to discuss the way we feel about systemic racism in the United States and how and from both vantage points, from the white privileged perspective and the black and brown perspective. The objective is to raise the consciousness of systemic racism, to share the way we feel from both sides of it, to understand each other more deeply. And then from that understanding, create an opportunity to be a healing agent individually and then as a spiritual community in this United States. So I would love for you all to join us on Mondays at 7 p.m. starting tomorrow. Tomorrow uh, on Tuesday, we begin our seven week practicing the presence class. It start, it, that's October 6th and it'll run from October 6th to November 17th on Tuesdays from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. You're going to need to purchase the book Practicing the Presence by Joel Goldsmith. You can purchase that on smile.amazon.com and you can still register for the class by emailing me at seniorminister at unityfh.com. And then on, my, on Wednesday, we're having our Wednesday meditation at 7 p.m. You're all invited of course, you can invite guests to join us as well. This is, has been amazing um, to come together in the middle of the week to take a pause and to, to commune with God together and not only recharge ourselves, but to send love and light out into the United States and the world for that matter. So please join us if you can on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. for our Wednesday meditations. And then on Saturday, the 10th, which is next Saturday, the men's group is having their next meeting at 10 a.m. Saturday, October 24th, we are having our UFH Monday, I mean, a movie night at 7 p.m. 
We're showing the movie Under the Tuscan Sun. I like that movie. I'm looking forward to that our movie night together. And then the next day on October 25th is our Giving Sunday. The Giving Sunday is a perfect time to catch up on our tithes and our pledges and to just give a little bit more to, to support Unity of Farmington Hills if you have it. For all of the Zoom links, for all of the activities and classes and groups and events that I've just announced, you can go to our website, unityfh.com. Most of those events are on our homepage, but then if you don't see them on our homepage, go to the calendar of events, click on the date you're looking for, and all of the information is there. To schedule an appointment with me during my office hours, which are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Wednesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. or to request prayer, you may email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com or you can call me at 248-737-9191. I can also schedule times outside of my office hours with you if we, if we need to do so. That concludes our announcements for today. And now as we join our music team in singing Surely the Presence, let us open our minds and our hearts to hear the, the daily word and for our opening prayer. Today's daily word for Sunday, October 4th, 2020 is fearless. I am fearless as I live authentically. I'm going to say that again, and then I'd like you to affirm it with me. I am fearless as I live authentically together. I am fearless as I live authentically. In the past, I may have hidden my inner light, afraid to be myself. I may have tried to please others by conforming to someone else's idea of who I should be. I may have shrunk from an aspiration, fearing that I would fail in my pursuit of my goal. I may have doubted the divine perfection of the core of my spiritual self, identifying with my perceived flaws and feeling small and inadequate. Today I make a new choice. I choose to live fearlessly, drawing upon my faith to believe in myself, 
my imagination to envision my best life and my understanding to know my divinity. Bold and brave, I am fearless as I live my life authentically, pursue my dreams, and express my divine nature. Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says, Be bold, be strong and bold, have no fear or dread, because it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Let us pray. So I invite you to close your eyes gently right now and take a deep, slow breath. And now allow your consciousness to flow down into your heart center, focusing on the center of your chest, moving into a state of peace, quiet, and stillness. And in this state of stillness and peace, we acknowledge that there is only one power and one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, God, the good omnipotent. We acknowledge that we are one with that power and presence that is God. And so we are good as well. We thank you, God, right now for every way that you bless us, that you love us, that you open us up to be a more powerful expression of the Spirit of Christ within us. We know right now that it is the Spirit that of Christ that will bring forth the message that you have for us today. It is the Spirit within, the Christ within, that will open up our minds, our souls, our spirit and our body to receive the message and understand it on a deeper level. And it is the Christ that is you within us, the God in us, that will guide us in being the living expression of your message. So we thank you for every single way that you move and breathe and have your being in us, cultivating a deeper expression of the Christ within. Thank you for your divine gift of love that loves no matter what. This prayer is lifted in the name and nature of the indwelling Christ with full confidence that it is already answered. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us know our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation together. And let it be done in a heart of joy and gratitude, knowing that God is growing our church. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us 
with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now as we, uh, we're going to have our, our first uh, special song. It is entitled Just Be Held and it will be led by Lorne and then I will be back with the message for today. I'll see you in a little bit.
What a powerful song that is. I know that a lot of us might have had those moments where we were praying and we didn't feel like we were getting our answers. And to just let go and just be held is powerful, especially nowadays with what's going on in this world and what's going on in the United States. Thank you for that. Thank you for that powerful song. Thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Bernard, Michael, and Lauren. Thank you for that. Thank you for the performance and the video and the words of that song. I appreciate that very much. So I heard this uh, joke. Actually, I heard it from Harrison Ford a, a, a couple days ago, and he was taught, he was sharing a story about this guy who was ice fishing. And so the guy's all set up, about to sit down on his stool. And he, well, he's sitting down on his stool and he's about to start cutting the ice. And he hears this booming voice around him. There are no fish under the ice. And he's startled, looking around. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he gets up, goes over 10 feet, uh, sits down, gets himself established. And right when he's about to cut into the ice, he hears this voice again. There are no fish under the ice. Spook, he's like, oh my God. He's like, God, is that you? And the voice says, no, it's the ice rink manager. <laughs> the, ice, the ice rink manager. <laughs> Anyway, I thought that was funny <laughs> and I wanted to share it with you all. <laughs> oh, man. So that was kind of cute to me. So anyway, we are in the first Sunday of October and in unity, October represents the spiritual faculty of zeal. Now we uh, have already moved through uh, into a deeper understanding of divine order. And there is now, it feels to me, like an urging for us to move forward. It's like an urging for us to, to move, something pushing us, something calling us forward into something new. And it, and it feels like it's God calling us to do what is ours to do. Now that calling and that urging is the activating, the awakening, the lighting up of our zeal. Zeal represents our ability to be enthusiastic, passionate, to, to motivate, to initiate. It's the fire inside of us that moves us forward. And in um, Charles Fillmore says that the, power center in the body the location of that is in the back of the head where the amygdala is and the disciple that represents zeal is simon the canaanite he's also called simon the zealot he represents motivation and the desire to accomplish great things so zeal within us is calling us it's a calling from god to, for us to do what is ours to do. And what I'm hearing and feeling that God is calling us to do is to be a greater expression of love where we are loving no matter what. 
And so this month, we're going to today, we're going to begin a series entitled Answering God's Call. And the subtitle of that for today is Empathic Listening. So it's answering God's call, empathic listening. We're being called forth right now to be stronger expressions of God's love through listening from a heart of love, not a heart of hurt. And the scripture that I want to use today comes from First uh, John is chapter four, verses seven and eight. And this is actually under a, a title. The title of this section of chapter four is called loving one another. So I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. First John chapter four, verse seven and eight. Verse seven says, dear friends, let us continue to love one another for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love, this is verse eight, but anyone who does not love does not know God. For God is love. Thank you, God, for opening up the meaning in this scripture and bringing forth your message. Amen. These are powerful scriptures because In order to be a truly empathic listener, you have to learn how to listen to God first. You have to learn how to listen from the heart of love to God first, which brings us back to the greatest two greatest commandments that Jesus gave us, which I will be using for the rest of my ministry because our life falls on those two great commandments. If we want to move forward into a higher quality of life and keep moving forward into a higher and higher and higher expression of the divine Christ that we are and into a higher, uh, greater experience of our highest and greatest good, we need to move into deeper expressions of love. And the only way to do that is to move into a deep relationship of love with God, where you love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul and with all of your strength. And where you move into a place where you're listening to God empathically, we are open to listen to God deeply and to love as God is guiding you to love, to love God as God is guiding you to love God, to love yourself as God is guiding you to love yourself, and then to love your neighbor as God is guiding you to love your neighbor. And so that is why it says, let us continue to love one another for love comes from God, because you literally begin to become a full expression of the love of God. God uses you as a tool of love and connection and oneness with everyone in this world. And isn't this, this is a a great time to learn this where we're becoming higher expressions of healing agents in this world to help heal the fragments of the consciousness in the United States and even to be whatever source of help that we can be for the COVID experience and for the economic experience by standing in an expression of love. God will show us how and what is ours to do.
how to do it and what it is that we are to do. And so as we continue to love one another and let love come from God through us, we begin to learn God more deeply. And the reason why it says, but anyone who does not love does not know God is because you cannot be a true expression of the spiritual love that you are unless you learn who you are, learn what you are, and learn how to be a divine expression of the image and likeness of God that you are, which is love. And so how does that connect with what's going on right now? How do we be empathic listeners? How do we answer God's call to be empathic listeners where we listen from the heart of love instead of the heart of hurt? Where we be full expressions of knowing God through the heart of love instead of the heart of hurt. Because you can take what you hear from God when you're filtering it through the eyes of the heart of hurt. And then you still create that which hurts you even more. Because you haven't fully learned to love God and learn to know God through loving God. That means that you sit in meditation with God, listening with your heart. Like what we do on Wednesdays, we listen deeply. But not just on Wednesdays, we are called to do this on a regular basis. To listen with a heart of love to God on a regular basis as God is urging us to be stronger expressions of what we are created to do in this world, in our life. And then when we pray, you pray by listening to the Holy Spirit speaking to you. That still small voice inside of you speaks through you as you pray. If you quiet yourself down and listen. So how do we do this? Well, there are five ways that God gave me that I am using and I suggest and I challenge us all to use. And the first thing that God says is to be completely present and in the moment with no distractions as you listen to what God is saying. And that you be present and in the moment and full attention to as you listen to what someone else is saying to you. You've already learned and moved into the expression of practicing it with God and practicing it with yourself where you listen fully to what you know, what you hear yourself saying, accepting it, listening fully, no distractions, sitting in that space of being with yourself. And then the second thing is listening from the heart of love. Let your mind drift down into your heart where you let go of the language of the mind, the thoughts. And move into the feeling nature of the heart. That's the language of the heart is the feeling nature of the heart. And you open yourself up to oneness and you feel one with God. And the more you practice feeling one with God, you feel more one with your own personality. And the God in you comes forth and connects with that personality to the point that when you're around other people, you can feel one with them too, because the Christ in you that is now one with your personality in expression, because there's always one, but you consciously allow it to be is now one with the other person. The Christ in you calls forth and holds and sits in the vibration, in the love, in the feeling nature of the heart of the other person. So whatever they're feeling, you feel it more deeply too. But to do that, you must be willing to be vulnerable. That means let, God, let down the guards of your heart that protect you 
and just open yourself up to fully be vulnerable and transparent and open to the other person, to God first and practicing that, to yourself being vulnerable and honest with yourself and then allowing yourself to be that to someone else. That moves you into a deeper expression of God because what happens is as you become vulnerable, God becomes stronger in you. The Bible says in your weakness lies my strength. Where Paul was saying that he had a weakness, a thorn in his side, and he asked God three times to take it out. And God said, no, in your weakness lies my strength. In your vulnerability, vulnerability lies my strength. That's the same thing with being an empathic listener. You sit in a space of being vulnerable with the other person who's being vulnerable. And that's what we're going to do in our critical conversations. Sit in a space of being vulnerable, present and open. And then what happens is you also um, it allows you to be okay and willing to be uncomfortable. Because you realize that the most powerful healings in the world usually are the most uncomfortable healings in the world. And when you sit in a space of being an empathic listener, you feel what they feel. And sometimes it will tend to be uncomfortable. So you have to be willing to be uncomfortable, even when you don't feel like you're ready, because God will help you stand in it. I had a moment where I, when I, and I've expressed this to you all before, when I finally became willing to heal the rocky relationship with that, that I had with my daughter. And I said, I just sit and listen to how she felt and her feelings. And at first I was kind of caught up in my feelings, feeling some kind of way while she was talking. So there was like a block in my heart from hearing her. Cause I was going through my own thoughts. I wasn't present with her. I was present with me all up in my mind. Well, you, oh, you feel this way and I feel this way. Well, what about when you said this to me? Well, what about when you did that to me? I wasn't even hearing her. I was sitting listening. I mean, looking at her and acting like I was listening, but I wasn't actively listening where I was completely present in the moment with her. And my heart was shut off. So I wasn't open or vulnerable. And I was listening from the heart of hurt, which made me feel worse. Instead of being connecting more, I felt myself pushing, pulling away even more. That wasn't working. And so the moment I let God help me by just pray in my mind, I started praying, help me to listen to my daughter. Let me, let me just become present. And I just started focusing in on her, paying attention to her words, paying attention to what I was feeling from her, letting go of the thoughts in my mind and listening to what she and feeling what she was saying, not just hearing it, but feeling what she was saying. And I could feel the deep hurt in her. And as I started feeling more the deep hurt in her mind started to go away. I had been practicing with God. In that experience, but this was the first time I had started doing it and practicing it with my daughter. And so God took me and held me while I let go of holding on to my stuff and started listening to her stuff. And that's what we need to do in this world. We need to let go of our stuff and start listening to the other person's stuff. 
from the black and brown experience, listening to the white privilege and from the white privilege experience, listening to the black and brown. That's the only way to move in a state of deep vulnerability. Brene Brown says staying vulnerable is a risk we have to take if we want to experience connection. This is not always going to feel comfortable. It's not going to be easy to be vulnerable, not just in the critical conversations, but in any that we're having at the church, but in any critical conversation that you need to have in your life. And I promise you, you need to have it. If you want a deeper connection, you need to release what's blocking you. God will help you. I promise you, God will help you. If you let God help you, let God help you by knowing God in your own practice of doing this with God first and then letting God help you do it with yourself. And then you can be open to do it with someone else. I had to do that before I could do it with my daughter and I did it and it feels so good. The next piece after you're willing to be vulnerable is you need to listen without judgment. Even when what the person is saying, you do not agree with it. You have to listen without judgment and just be objective and neutral. You cannot be an empathic listener if you're sitting there judging the person for what they're saying instead of feeling what they're feeling. God feels everything that we feel. Jesus was such an empathic listener that he heard from the heart what people were saying. He heard from the spirit of what they were saying inside and his Christ called forth the Christ in them and was able to heal them when he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead, which he said he was just sleeping. It was happening so that God's glory could be manifest. And I promise you, God's glory is going to be manifest in this world. It is happening. God's in the background. God is working and God's glory will be manifest through the COVID. God's glory will be manifest through the Black Lives Matter movement. God's glory will be manifest through the economic situation. God's glory will be manifest in your life. If you allow yourself to open up, you will see see it happening right now it is happening right now Jesus was walking up to raise Lazarus and he felt the vibration of those who were mourning and grieving and the Bible says Jesus wept he was empathically listening to their hearts getting them to, to the point where he could feel it so that when they saw Lazarus coming out they could feel even more powerfully the glory of God and we are here to be expressions of it in our life as well and I'm asking you to do this with me in our spiritual community where we find a way to empathically listen to each other and not just each other those in the world because when we practice together in the spirit of God, together with love, we can become more powerful agents of healing in the world, in our families, in, in our jobs, in we're going to the grocery store, going to the pharmacy, going to the gas station, wherever you go. You'll be a space where you can intuitively pick up on what a person is feeling and listen to what they are feeling, even if they don't say anything. You could feel it. 
And that is what we are called to do, be stronger expressions of God's love, where we are open to be present with people in this world, with God, with ourselves, and with others, where we are open to listen with a heart of love and release the heart of hurt. God will help you. Where we are willing and open to be vulnerable and let down the guards that are blocking us and causing separation and that we can connect. And staying vulnerable, as Brene Brown says, staying vulnerable, taking that risk of staying vulnerable so that we can create and, and experience connection with each other. Connection is what heals the fragments of consciousness. Being willing to be uncomfortable because the greatest healings in the world take some form of discomfort to move you past that which you are holding on to and heal at the same time as rising up and then to release any judgment of the situation, stay neutral and let God open up and unfold within you on a more powerful level. That's what we're here to do. That's what we can do to start off moving into an experience of being healing agents in this world. That is what we are called to do, to love, to continue to love one another. For love comes from God. And as we love one, an uh, one another, we become conduits and expressions of God. That is what we are here to be expressions of God and God is love. There's no other way to do this than to find a way to connect. And in that connection comes healing in every relationship of your life, starting with God. First, I challenge you to move in a space of answering God's call to be an empathic listener, listening to God first with being pre completely present with your heart, with vulnerability, knowing that you, there may be times you'll be uncomfortable, but in that uncomfortable feeling, God will strengthen you and push you past where you have ever been before and then release judgment of it, knowing that it is always good, always. And let us move through the heart of listening, through the heart of listening, through the heart of love, into being stronger agents, healing agents of healing in this world, agents of change in this world, starting with each other or your family, however, starting with God, ourselves, each other, and moving out into the world. Thank you, God, for this powerful challenge to us all to be more powerful expressions of love of you and of oneness. Thank you for healing the fragments of conscious of the consciousness of the United States and the world. And thank you for building us up to be parts of it by infusing us as healing agents. It is done. It is done. It is done. Amen. Thank you, God. And thank you all for listening. Namaste. And so now 
let us move into the giving segment of our service. Opening yourself up to give. Knowing that I'm always thankful for how you all are living in this experience of unity of Farmington Hills together with me. Helping and being there for each other. Helping and being there for me. And helping God to co-create, as we said, a loving and compassionate, spirit-filled world. From the inside out. So as we think about the offering that we'd like to give to Unity of Farmington Hills, let us affirm our love offering blessing. Together, divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And as you give online, unityfh.com is what you would go to for the online donations. Click on the donate button right in the upper right-hand corner of our homepage, and you can do your donation there. And for those of you who are sending your donations in, please send them to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West, 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. We're going to have our next song, and it is led by Laurel. And then I will be back with our closing prayers. I'll see you in a minute.
Wow, another powerful song, and especially for times like these. Thank you, Laurel. Thank you, um, Lauren, for the video. Thank you all for the performance. It was awesome. As usual, I, I appreciate you all. I love our music ministry, and I love how you always show up and show out. And the music Sunday was awesome as well. Thank you for that as well. So we're going to have our closing our virtual prayer circle now. So first of all, let's just take a deep breath and close our eyes. Centering inward to tap into the presence of love that we are. As the names come forth for you that you'd like prayer for, the names of the people you'd like prayer for, even if it is you, You can allow yourself to say them now. Bring those names up and out. And God, we acknowledge right now that as these names are being called, these hearts are being opened to receive answered prayer right now. We know that you are answering the prayer. Our prayer is not, will you give? Our prayer is, thank you for giving. Our prayer is, thank you for doing. Our prayer is thank you for answering. Our prayer is thank you for manifesting. Thank you for healing. Thank you for unfolding. Thank you for creating. 
Thank you for whatever it is that each heart has called for. You are already doing it in the spirit. And so our hearts say thank you, thank you, and thank you. That is the prayer that we pray right now. We pray from the experience, from the knowing that it is already answered. The prayers of each one of the hearts that of the names of the people that were called forth are the prayers are answered right now and so our prayer is thank you God thank you God and thank you God some more and in that we thank you for every way that you unfold each and every service so perfectly so magnificent magnificently magnificently and how you always bless unity of Farmington Hills Thank you, God, for blessing each and every one of us who put this service together, for blessing those of us who promote the service, and for blessing those of us who attend on a regular basis, and those of us who watch even later on. We are all grateful, God, that you've blessed us all. Thank you for blessing the world. Thank you is our prayer. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we lift up this prayer with a hallelujah, knowing that it is answered and thanking you, thanking you, thanking you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Thank you, God, and yay, God. Some, God. some of you are saying yay, God. Well, it was a pleasure. Ha! Huh. It was a pleasure. For those of you who are going to be at the fellowship, the Sunday fellowship gathering with me today, I'll see you in a little bit. For those of you who are not, I'll see you next time. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday and enjoy the rest of your week. I love you in the name of Christ, and I appreciate you very much. Let us close out by seeing the prayer for protection. Until next time, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. I'll see you later. Let's go ahead and sing with the music team, not the prayer for protection, the peace song. I'll talk to you. I will see you later. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.